You know, in uh, Dallas, you probably know about Carbones and Sedells. What you may not have known is they're all over the country. In fact, all over the world. It's a global operation. And the interesting thing is, uh, major food group started this just about 12 years ago. Started by uh, three colleagues, Mario Carbone, Rich Torsi, and Jeff Zelensic. And, of course, the brains behind the organization is uh, Mario Carbone. He joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Nice to be here. Good afternoon. That's what they all tell me. Is <laughs> How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm, what, I'm curious about this, though. You've got something like over 40 locations. You're in Paris and Toronto and Dallas and Boston and New York and Hong Kong. How do you do that in, in a very short period of time? Well, I think that for us, it it feels like it's been our whole lives. Uh, I think it's the kind of culmination of a lot of work. Uh, you know, I've been cooking since I was a, a child. Uh, been in this business. You know, it's the only business I've ever been in. Um, and you know, we started really slowly as we as we began our sort of journey as entrepreneurs. One six table restaurant that sat twenty people maybe at capacity was our first restaurant. We had one chalkboard menu. There was really no choices because our kitchen was so small that we couldn't even carry enough ingredients to give you a whole menu to choose from. So we only had one menu every night. And that's where the journey really started. Um, and, you know, you know, what I like to say is like, you know, the positive snowball, you know, the, the, the positive momentum of, of the snowball that starts to happen as you sort of put one, you know, really good foot in front of the other and start to make, you know, passionate, sound decisions of, of how you want to grow as a, as a business. At some point, I would assume you cross over, they come after you rather than you chasing them. Because I noticed you're in, what is it, Riyadh, you're in a hotel, and I would guess that they solicited you for that. Yeah, I think at, at some point your reputation, um, you know, precedes you, and, and at times developers, hoteliers, um, you know, whomever it might be will bring you bring along opportunities. And, you know, we take a look at them. We figure, you know, is there a, is there a rhyme or a reason for us to do it? Is it something we're excited about or passionate about for various reasons? And, uh, and that's often how we grow, but not always, not exclusively, but, but often, you know, it does come, it does come to us. Well, considering your name and considering the roots, Italian is a slam dunk, but how do you come up with something like, a a deli concept. What, what, how do you dream up your concepts? Um, well, something like Sedell's is, is, is innately New York. Uh, that, that sort of idea, that, that all-day restaurant, um, the fact that it's in Soho is a real throwback to you know, these, these great, somewhat you know, artistic spaces where people are coming and going all day and you can you know, go from you know, breakfast on through dinner. You can grab food to go. It's really, it's really part of the community. Um, and so we, we're exporting that sort of New York idea, you know, what started as like an appetizing restaurant really in, in the Jewish vernacular turns into this sort of grand all day European kind of cafe that we have here in Highland Park. So maybe that's the transition. Cause I was going to say, how does a deli transfer to Paris? Because it's a very successful location in Paris. Yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't that hard to teach them how to make a bagel after their, <laughs> their skilled baguette, you know, uh, craftsman. <clears throat> so anyway, what's next? Uh, do you keep growing? Do you consolidate? Do you take a breath? Um, I think we're going to always continue to grow. I think that's just part of what, you know, what our makeup is as, as, as entrepreneurs at this point. Um, you know, taking on opportunities that, that, ex if that excite us. If we're excited about it, 
I think will do a good job with it. I think that's the, that's the pitfall of growth is when you start to grow just for the sake of growth. And as long as we're doing it in places and areas and with concepts and ideas that, that we're still really passionate about, I think we'll still do a good job with them. You know, you're, you're diversified. I mean, you're diversified around the globe. You're diversified in concepts. But none of that mattered during COVID, I would guess, that all the diversification in the world couldn't help you out. How did you make it through COVID? Because that was, you were ramping up. You were in your growth phase right as COVID hit. Yeah. Um, you know, overnight, just like everybody else, we went from uh, a few thousand people on the team to 20, I think 23 was the final number of people that we wound up you know, getting us through that, that really terrible period. Uh, and we tried and we tried absolutely everything. I mean, we, we did take out food at Carbone, which we had never done before. We opened pop-ups. We tried to go to sort of the, the, the off seasonal summer locations that, you know, just to, just to try to provide any sort of takeout, pop-up delivery, whatever we could do to just keep the wheels moving. We, we recognized that it wasn't going to last forever. It was certainly devastating. Um, it wasn't going to last forever, and that the goal amongst the two dozen of us that were that were left standing was keep the wheels moving. Brighter pastures will be beyond the sort of horizon of what, what this is right now. But you've got to have deep pockets to make it through that. And obviously, you have to have pretty good funding to, to grow with the speed that you've, that you've grown. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, we, we've been trusted— with capital from all sorts of various sources and investors and, and, and developers. Um, you know, we're, we're a company that's old enough to be trusted uh, with the future of a project, be it 10 years or 20 years, whatever the lease might be. But we're young enough to still be around, to be relevant, to see that through. So I think we're in a very acute uh, position to take advantage of, of the industry right now. Yeah, looking at your domestic growth, it's interesting. Obviously, as you talked about, your roots are New York City, but you go to Las Vegas. That's a natural, also very eclectic, lots of good places to eat. Boston makes a lot of sense. Miami, too. But Dallas, you the first target, you come to Dallas, and they've got a restaurant with your name on it already. Yeah. Um, you know, Dallas didn't seem like, uh, like that far from the cities you just mentioned. Uh, it, to us, it felt... Very synergetic. I mean, it felt like something that, that that made a lot of sense. We have lots of friends here. Um, you know, we've spent a decent amount of time sort of getting a lay of the land. And then as soon as an opportunity came around, which which it was, you know, in Highland Park, that was the impetus for the for the first sort of wave of, of team here. Um, you know, adding to what we were, you know, once you have boots on the ground, adding to it becomes a much easier equation. Um, but Dallas, you know, for, for years had been a market that we had targeted. So we were really excited, you know, and honored when, you know, number one Highland Park came around. Yeah. So three of you, the three of your co-founders, yes. you're still here, still together, mm-hmm. presumably still talking. <laughs> how, how do you, how do you carve it up with responsibility? Um, it's not, I think it's, it's, it's come up pretty natural over the years. I think, you know, the way that we carve up responsibilities is really taking on the projects and the parcels of the business that we are most passionate about. I think allowing each one of us to run with the the departments and the topics that are closest to our chest, that are closest to our passionate points. Um, And then as as the projects develop, bringing them all together and kind of creating the amalgamation of who's bringing what to the table that they've worked on uh, and sort of looking at it almost like a Manhattan project, right? Like everyone's working in silos until the end when it's put together. 
So do you used to get to cook? Do you, do you work on menus? Do you develop new? Yeah, I mean, I, I, feel, like I, I feel like I do it every day, whether, whether I'm physically in one of the kitchens or I'm in a test kitchen or I'm working with my chef team or I'm just reading a, reading a book or I'm traveling. Uh, I'm constantly have my head in the clouds of, of food and uh, whether we're working on a new seasonal menu for something that exists or working on a menu from scratch that, that's never been created before, um, I feel like I'm always in it. All right. Well, it may sound self-serving, but I think my favorite concept that I've seen that you have is, I think, in Riyadh. But is it Shalami Dave? Yeah. Um, it's named after a very, very close friend of ours. Um, and it's an homage to the sort of Lamis of the world, Lamijon, and uh, sort of famously Lamis Louis. Um, you know, we love that sort of somewhat gruff formality of those restaurants um i find real beauty in those places um in in the simplicity of the ingredients the simplicity of the cooking um and 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 there's a there's their way of doing formal that um you know i just i i absolutely love well uh, obviously you love the work and it's very successful and we continue to to uh, to watch the growth here mario carbone is the co-founder of uh, Major Food Group. It's good to have you with us. Good to have you in Dallas. Great to be in Dallas. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.